Hi, I'm Bob Ekblad. Welcome to my podcast, Disciple. Today I have a special guest. Her name is Siobhan Davies, and she's going to be telling her own spiritual journey of going from addiction to becoming a disciple of Jesus. So welcome, Siobhan. Thank you. So three years ago, I was uh, on the streets as a heroin addict and meth addict and whatever else addict you could have. And that, for me, was an ending point of <laughs> of a lifestyle. I was, you know, very was very hard to give up, but very ready. So we'll go back to about 10 years ago, and I was sitting in jail for my um, what, eight, seventh DUI with my daughter in my car, drug charges, and um, a two-year sentence hanging over my head. And prior to that, I was experiencing these these like supernatural things going on around me. Um, you know, I, I, I thought I was going crazy and I thought I was on the Truman Show or like that I was with Ashton Kutcher and he was going to jump out and punk me. But something in the atmosphere was changing and things were calling me out, like on billboards, on TVs, um, uh, just in people. And I was just like, what is going on? Like, this is, you know, am I psychic? Am I, you know, what, you know, what is going on? And so, um, I, I dealt with that for a little while, and then when I was in jail, it you know it continued. Um, in my cell was a Bible, and you know after two weeks of crying, I was ready to you know kind of get up and figure out what you know what what's going on. And so I started to read the Bible, and um, it it started to make me feel better. Like after nothing else was making me feel better, and. Um, so I started to read it, and it started to really speak out to me. And you know, and this is when I'm 30 years old, after being a drug addict for you know 15 years. The last thing on my mind was God, and so the last thing that I thought was going to happen was this Bible making any sense to me. So I started, you know, reading it more, and it started to speak out to me more, and and it just it eased my mind, and it and it just kept telling me that things were going to be okay, and that you know I was going to get through this, and we were going to get through this. Um, there were missionaries and um, different women that would come into the jail that liked, you know, like would pray with us and talk to us about Jesus. And and at this point, you know, I knew nothing about Jesus. I believed there was a God, but I, you know, I didn't really understand Jesus. And so um, I kept listening to these ladies and and things. Every time they came in, it just it made me feel at peace. And and whatever, just talking about Jesus made me feel at peace. And so I was like, hmm, you know, there's something to this because I've been doing drugs my whole life and that would take my anxiety away, but that if only for a short time. And then as soon as the drugs wore off, you know, of course I started to get anxiety again and, and feel horrible. But with this, you know, it was easing, it was easing my anxiety and my fears and, you know, my worry and all this stuff that I was having while being in jail, not knowing really what was going on with my kids or my, you know, my life. And so, um, I just really started paying attention to the Bible and reading it for, you know, what it was. And then at that point, a book, and I was reading, you know, front to back. And once I did that, then I just started reading what I felt, you know, God was, um, you know, leading me to read. And every time that he did that, it would it would lead to something that was comforting for that moment and, and lead me to something else that was comforting for that moment or something that, you know, would lead me to learn about something that I didn't quite know about. And um, so after four months of sitting in jail, I, I felt 
you know, God saying that my time was done there and he was going to let me out. And, and I told a couple girls there and they were just like, you know, no, you're not, you're here for a long time. And, and I just was like, I just feel like I'm going to get out. And, and so then, uh, like after that weekend, the morning came and the guards had said, you know, roll it up. (laughs) And, And they had let me out. And, um, you know, behind all this, me not even really realizing that the, the, uh, my lawyer and the judge had, had come up with a deal that if I stayed out of trouble and I completed treatment that I could um, get out and have that kind of hanging over my head for five years. And then once I, if I got through the five years, then they would drop it, which is huge. So um, I went to treatment and got back out and went back out using again and um, ended up using for about you know, 10 more years while I was following Jesus (laughs) and, um, uh, going to church every weekend. I was, you know, part of a couple of Bible studies and, and I was on a prayer team and, you know, none of them really knowing what I was doing in my, my regular life. You know, I tried to hide it and, um, you know, still doing heroin, still doing meth. And, um, you know, I think they kind of knew, but it, I think they thought it was just marijuana, but either way, they didn't like that. But in the drug world and on the streets, you know, Jesus was using me to to help bring people to him, you know, searching out Jessica and, and then her family. Um, and then the people that, you know, I pray for for healing, they'd be healed. And, and Jesus would just was using me in that place that, you know, nobody really was capable of going into that really believed in God. And, you know, in the 15 years that I was on the streets, I don't remember one person coming up and praying for me, like other than when I went to church. So, you know, it was very, Jesus was very um, far and few between in in that world. And, and also the enemy didn't like that very much because like I was constantly attacked um, by different people, different, you know, areas, whatever was going on, you know, the enemy was trying to use those people to kind of, to shut me down and, and stop, you know, pre preaching and praying and doing all that. Um, so then finally, when I was about 38, so it was like eight years later, um, I was just walking the streets and I was just tired of it. And, and, I used to think that Jesus was using me and this was going to be my life. And I was just, I was tough enough to be a drug addict and, you know, speak the word of God. So I was like, that's fine. I'm just going to have, to, I'm just going to be a drug addict forever. And, um, and then I realized that no, Jesus was just using that time that I wasn't ready to stop for his glory. So, you know, whatever the enemy was trying to use against me that, you know, Jesus was still using for his good. And even though, it was me that was keeping myself in that in that situation. When I was ready, Jesus made it really easy to get out of it, and um, went to treatment for about a year. And um, now I have my kids back. Um, I have a job. I have a house. I have a car. Um, I got pretty much, not pretty much. I got all my court stuff, you know, taken care of. No more warrants. No more jail. No more anything like that. No more. F- no more fines really either. I think I took care of mostly all those. And, you know, Jesus just really changed my life. Um, you know, it doesn't happen overnight and it's, you know, it's, it's not something that you can just, okay, thank you. Do it for me, Jesus. Like you really do have to put some work into. And I, and I did. And when, um, you know, in the Bible where it says, seek, 
and you'll find me, like you will. And I'm, I, I was seeking him with all my heart and he didn't leave me there. And he was there the whole step of the way. And he's still there every time, you know, I even do something that I am, you know, not, not proud of, or that I need his help. You know, he's there to help me like, (laughs) um, like two weekends ago, I decided to do, um, an ayahuasca ceremony. And, you know, I had been praying prior to it to make sure that, you know, Jesus was okay with it. And I didn't feel like he was okay with it, but I just kept bugging him and bugging him and like asking him, you know, I really want to do this. I really want to like see what I see. And, and for those who don't know what ayahuasca is, it's a spiritual, um, hallucinogenic, I guess you could say. And it, it, it's supposed to bring your fears to your fears and your demons to, a you know, up to you so you can and conquer them. And for me, I should have already known that me and Jesus had done that, you know, quite a while ago and, and not really needing that type of thing to do this. I didn't really think about that at that time or the doors that I was opening by accepting to do this because I did notice a huge difference in like our, the atmosphere in our house and in, in our lives because of me agreeing to do this because not only, you know, I, I know the truth of God and, and I knew the truth of Jesus. And, and for me to step out of that and try to depend on something else to bring, you know, to bring happiness to my life or to bring a message from Jesus was just not the right way to go. Why, why do you think you were drawn to that? Um, because I feel like sometimes I take or I take risks that other people wouldn't. And I thought, you know, maybe this is a risk that no one else would take. And, and, you know, and I might be able to, you know, get on some different plane or higher, higher state, you know, with Jesus or not like with Jesus, but to communicate with Jesus, you know, not just kind of almost fooling myself or listening to those lies from the enemy. Because after I was done with this, um, which I'll tell in a second, like what happened there. But um, I was praying to the Holy Spirit and ignorance came up a lot. And, and no one likes to like admit they've been ignorant, but it was a huge thing because I was like, I, I went in with good intentions. You know, I went in seeking Jesus, but the ignorant part of me is what caused the problems, you know. And so having, having this now... Um, temptation and sin that I allowed into our lives has caused uh, issues. And ever since I kind of agreed to do that, you know, I've noticed a lot of difference in my, or the enemy likes to attack Dominic, my son, just does. I mean, I can, I'm mostly when the enemy attacks me, I've like, I'm pretty familiar with his schemes, but with Dominic, it kind of kills two birds with one stone because, you know, it affects both of us. So anyways, so after after deciding to do the ayahuasca, I, you know, I, I prayed pretty much all, you know, every day. I'm just like, okay, Jesus, if there's something, it's something that's going to happen in this, in this ceremony that's not from you or that could harm me, you know, please block it. Please, you know, don't allow anything in that is not from you. And, you know, and I kept praying that and kept praying that. And then I also was like, okay, if this is something that you don't want me to do, because I don't always make good decisions. And, um, even if I think they are, I was like, please stop it from happening. And so, um, <laughs> like I said, I was on the way. It was finally that day for us to go. And my friend had asked me if I was, you know, are you, are you worried? Are you scared? Are you excited? And I was like, I'm excited because 
I feel like I've got the green light, you know, I'm in the car, I'm on the way here, God didn't stop it. So when we get there, you know, I'm noticing some things that aren't necessarily like my version of what Christ is, but that's, you know. Like what do you mean? Just, you know, like what I think of is like earth, wind, and fire, like, you know, spirits of the north, you know, stuff like that. Just so the person... Who was the person that was facilitating? Uh, she was a shaman, and 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 you know she has her own beliefs, and they're not necessarily the same as mine. But I was trying to maybe just use this type of ceremony for something completely different than what they were. You know, like I was trying to use it for like contact with Jesus, like this visual, you know, whatever. And um, and and I felt like Jesus was saying, okay. <laughs> But it definitely was not what happened. So after you take the medicine or the ayahuasca, you wait a little while, and then it it makes you throw up, and it makes you throw up pretty violently. And then right after you throw up, you you begin to have these like visions, and um, you start experiencing like sorry different types of my foot my foot on it, um, different types of like things that have happened in your life, or you know things that you haven't maybe dealt with or the unforgiveness and it, it brings it up. So, um, I was waiting and nothing had happened and I was just kind of praying to Jesus. I was like, okay, I'm just going to continue to focus on you. So, you know, anything that comes up, I'm, I'm going to, it's going to be from you. And, um, so nothing happened and I waited a little while longer and, you know, I'm not feeling the best because I just puked violently. And then, um, so I, I asked the lady, I'm like, okay, well, nothing's happening. You know, should I take more? <laughs> it's always like the best way to go about it. <laughs> and so... You had experience doing that before with other drugs? Of course. <laughs> you always take more. <laughs> if it's not working, you take more. And so um, I took, like normal people, when you first go, you start out with a half a dose. And so I had started out with a half a dose. And then after that, I took another half a dose. Um, and then that made me puke again. And, and then when I was done puking, she's like, I see the medicine working in you. And I was like, well, nothing's happening. And she's like, but I see it working in you. And I was like, well, I'm telling you nothing's happening. And so, um, by this time, my friend has had, she's, she's in tears and she is, you know, seeing visions and she's, you know, brushing off like she like said evil or bad energy she was like brushing it off her and um and so I'm like well it's still not working and she's like oh well here and so then they gave me a full another shot like not just a half so by this time I've had two full shots of the medicine and um nothing is and now I'm puking again and um by this time, nothing. I want nothing else. I want no more of it. <laughs> I'm I'm so sick of puking. I'm hurting. And I just lay back and I'm just like, okay, Jesus, like, what is going on? And like, I remember a small thought started to come up about my son and it was almost like pushed out so fast before I could even remember what the thought was. So it wasn't even, I just remember it was about my little boy, my youngest. And as it was so crazy. As soon as it started to come up, you know, I felt Jesus just pushing it right back out. And then from that point on, my mind was completely blank. And I mean, I had no thoughts going in, none. And that's, that's rare. I mean, that just doesn't happen. Like even in a normal day, you think of things. And, and for me to have just taken two huge shots of a hallucinogenic and 
you know, and I'm just sitting there, you'd think you had some sort of thoughts, like my mind was completely blank. And, you know, and so then I fell asleep and not the medicine didn't fall, make me fall asleep. Um, I just fell asleep because I had been sitting there for two, three hours waiting for something to happen. And um, so then I just went to sleep. And the next thing I knew, my friend was waking me up and she was like, hey, let's go to bed. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, what? Okay, so not only, you know, the, I paid for this to happen, <laughs> you know, and so um, I go to bed and we wake up in the morning and like, I just want to go home because I, I felt like a truck had hit me because I had puked so hard and, and, and it was just awful and just such a horrible experience. And, but it's such an amazing experience because when I, you know, when I kind of put things together and kind of seen what Jesus had done you know, he had allowed me to experience this because I had bugged him for a good month and a half. And, you know, he, he's a great God. He's a, you know, he's a great, he's a great person. And he wants, you know, he doesn't want me to not do things because he wants me to not have any fun in life or to experience things, but he knew that this wasn't good for me. And, you know, and for me to be so persistent and, and continuously bugging him, if he would have stopped it from happening altogether, from like maybe my ride, or, you know, or me having to work or my daughter not being able to watch my son, something happening for me not to be able to do it, then it, it would have caused me to be un, unhappy. Like I missed out on, you know, these great visions of me and Jesus and all this time together and, you know, and, and I would have just done it the next weekend. <laughs> so, you know, so the way that he orchestrated it was like something only Jesus could do because it was, he allowed me to go. He allowed me to cleanse from it in a way that is not pleasant. So it's not like I ever want to do that again. And he protected me from seeing anything that could have like altered my life in a way that wasn't from him and wasn't in the direction that he was trying to make me go. So, you know, and so after I realized that, even though I felt like crap, I was so, I felt so blessed. Like I felt, I felt so honored that he was, you know, there with me the whole time. Like the only difference between me and the girls that were there with me is, is I believe Jesus is God. And, you know, and they believe Jesus is a man that walked to earth. And, and, you know, and that's, that's the only difference. And that's why I feel like I had that protection from him is because he, you know, I know he's my God and I know he's protecting me throughout those things. And, and, you know, and I, it was a lesson that I needed to learn in ways, not just the puking, but also the doubt, you know, of his, of his majesty and his power and, and going about it ways that, you know, were not, not necessarily healthy, you know, look, looking for a, a, a plant or a substance to commun make me communicate with him is just, you know, is, is the ignorant part. And then also you know, allowing the things that I allowed into our life, you know, have, have been causing problems too, to a certain extent to where, you know, it's lessons that I have to learn, you know, like David, when he, when you, when you cheated with Bathsheba, like he had to learn, and then when his firstborn died, like consequences happen. And it doesn't mean Jesus doesn't love us. It doesn't mean God doesn't love us, but it, there are earthly consequences that do happen because of our actions. And, you know, and, so we're dealing with those and that's, and that's good. And I've, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time apologizing for like 
you know, I knew better. I felt it. Even my little, my middle son was like, mom, Jesus, or, you know, God tell me not to tell you not to do it. And I'm like, okay. And, and, you know, and I listened to him the first time, but then things kind of, the enemy kept pulling and kept pulling. And, and it's funny how, you know, Gracie talked about that, that the enemy will kind of, um, pull at you in areas that he knows you, you like, you know, or that are, have gotten you before. And it was crazy how that, the person at my work had offered me those, the spores, which are mushrooms, which are hallucinogenics. And, and I was like, yeah. And then I got into the back office and I was like, wait a second, like, <laughs> what am I doing? I can't do that again. I'm just going to fall right back into that same trap I just was in. And it's like, so I didn't, you know, and if you're not paying attention to that, or if you're not aware of that, then you're just going to keep falling into those traps. So do you think when you, um, when you succumb to the temptation, um, does that weaken you so that the next time it's harder to resist? No, I think I think it's easier for me to resist because I see I, the last thing I want is the enemy get pulling one over on me. I hate that. Like I hate that. I hate it when he does that to me. So so when if I can catch him on one of his little schemes or one of his little attempts to try to add sin into my life, like I'm super excited to like shut him down. So. So Jesus, you see Jesus as a shepherd. Of course. In what way has he um, shepherded you through this whole experience? By prote- like definitely protecting me. Um, you know, and he's guided me in different ways to help me with like the cons. Okay, so the consequences of me doing this has allowed something to that, you know, into my life that has, has, has wreaked havoc in our house a little bit more than usual. Like uh, we always have, you know, some issues, but it's been a little bit more extreme, but I, you know, Jesus has led me to like this parenting class that has been like super amazing for me to help with my son. And, um, you know, and, and, and I felt the enemy trying to resist me from, from, you know, he was making it really complicated and really hard for me to even get on the Zoom to do it. And then once I did, it was like, this is why, because it's just opened up so many things and so many things that have been, you know, that are needed for me, for me as a parent to learn. And so, you know, Jesus has just guided and directed me in those ways of things that, that I didn't really know that I needed. So some people see God as like a control freak (laughs) and they would see that being a disciple of Jesus would be like, being controlled. In what way do you, has this experience to help you understand Jesus? Uh, I guess fresh, fresh. Well, I definitely don't think that Jesus is controlling at all. Like he, he, you know, like I said, he, even though he knew and he told me that this wasn't good for me, he still allowed me to do it, and he still protected me from it through the entire thing. And. Um, and what I've learned through my life of with Jesus is any control that he has is, is going to be the best thing for you. Like any, his way is better than any way that I could ever imagine going. Even if my way I thought was like so amazingly perfect, I trust him that if it is completely opposite than what I thought, it's going to turn out way better than what I even thought or experienced, you know. Do you think that you were bored and that's partly why you were kind of... <laughs> Maybe, maybe a little bit, but also like my, my friend was coming back with like just all these really great stories. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I could like, you know, meet that with Jesus. Cause she's like, you know, it brings out what's inside of you. And I'm like, well, Jesus is inside of me. So maybe I can bring that out, you know? And, and I just, 
I'm not bored anymore. I don't want nothing to do with that again, ever. So, um, but maybe, maybe. And then also, I, oh, sorry, I also had some, you know, experiences when I was younger or when I was using that were super, you know, super, supernatural, super, supernatural. And, and I haven't really experienced anything like that since in the supernatural way. But I felt like, you know, maybe the drugs had, had, had made some of that happen. But I know that's not true. It's just Jesus has brought me to a different place in my life. So you were using heroin or meth or something and... and Mushrooms God, and acid. Yeah, and God spoke to you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But that was before you were a believer in Jesus, right? Um, yes and then no. Um, yes, he was speaking to me before and I was super confused and I didn't exactly know who it was or what it was. But after I was still using and, and I did know him, I, I had a really amazing encounter with him when I was... Um, frying on acid, which, you know, in, in most cases I don't recommend, but at that time, you know, I, it was something I needed to feel and see from him. And it was... So Jesus just met you right where right. you were at. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which doesn't mean that we should just do that, right? But No, <laughs> no, I no. don't recommend it. Some people say that sin separates us from God, but what do you think about that? No, I definitely don't think that. Um, you know, I, I think that sin adds consequences to our lives that, that helps the enemy get into our lives, but I don't think it separates us from God because I definitely, you know, there's sin that I've done on a, you know, on a daily basis, just, you know, even just by judging somebody and, um, but I know Jesus loves me, but I do know that it does add issues to our lives. So So. what have you learned about what does it mean to be a disciple? Like... What does it mean for you to be a disciple of Jesus? Um, just to always carry, you know, the love of Jesus for one. Um, I try, you know, especially working in a place that has so many different feelings and beliefs, I try to really just be loving and open. And and if anyone does want to pray, you know, I always, if I see someone hurt or crying, I'm always like, you know, we can pray. And I And I know for me that Jesus is always there to help me when I'm sad. And so it, it, you know, it, it makes a difference in people's lives. And if they're open for it, then I'm, I'm all about talking about it. If they're not, then maybe I wait until they are. But, you know, it's just, I think, spreading the message about Jesus, you know, his truth, his reality, and his existence, and, and what he does for people, you know, that do believe in him and love him. Because, you know, he, he will change your life, no matter who you are. Well, thank you. And do you have anything else that you want to say? Just uh... um, I guess you know if 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 you're on that like ledge of whether or not or what you believe, or if you just don't know, it's just like seek it. Like look, find evidence. Find you know there's there's so much evidence that just points to truth. And 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 I I know I had questions before I believed, and and. The more that I searched, the more that I saw that the truth about Jesus is real. And so I just, you know, I, I can't even deny it. <laughs> just all, not even just the, the hard facts that they have on it, but like the, the things that he's done in my life and, the, you know, the miracles that he, con- you know, continues to do. There's just no doubt about it. What would you say is uh, the reason that so many people are being drawn to want to have experiences like like the ayahuasca ayahuasca or mushrooms or you know hallucinogenics acid i think they just want something bigger than what this world has 
you know, and, 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 and can't seem to get a spiritual experience without it. But, you know, I, I know that they're out there without, you know, without them. Cause and what would you say to someone like that, that, you know, like what, like how you were before you, before you had that experience in the jail, what would you say to them? Someone who was caught up in addiction and caught up, you know, seeking um, in the way that you used to. Definitely, like I said, seek and, you know, find truth in the Bible, read the Bible and, and just, and start, you know, you're really letting it speak to you. And, and I guess not giving up because it didn't happen overnight for me to get sober. And, 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 but I had an amazing time through that journey. You know, not everything was bad. And, and even though I was still a drug addict, you know, I learned so much about Jesus in that time. And I just feel like, you know, like he says, seek him and he'll answer and, you know, and he'll, he'll meet you right there. It doesn't matter what kind of person are you. you I don't, it doesn't matter what you're doing right now. It just, it matters what your heart is. And, and Jesus can filter through all that, that other stuff. You know, um, I've known you for a long time and I, you've come to our church many times under the influence, you know, <laughs> yeah. what, um, what would you say to people in churches, pastors, you know, Christians that are walking alongside people that are um, struggling with addictions, what would you say would be some of the things they shouldn't do? Well, definitely not make them feel out of place or not welcome or like they're going to steal something from them or they're going to like do something bad. Like, you know, sometimes I, when I was going, I just wanted to be left alone and just to listen. I just wanted to listen to the music and listen to the pastor and, and, and just see what God was telling me. And then, you know, if somebody did come up to me at the end and want to pray, then of course I, you know, I would take that pray, but I tried to sneak out before, before any of that happened. But I think just letting them get familiar with the place and just knowing that they're, that they're welcome and that they're loved and that's it, you know, and just know that, you know, they're, they're a person too. Have you had experiences where you, you know, you weren't treated? <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, still just because of, you know, the, my background and, 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 you know, doing background checks just to volunteer at the church. They don't, you know, they're not going to want to have anybody there that's had theft or drug charges or anything like that. But you know what? I've come to the conclusion that like, I've been good enough to be picked by Jesus that, you know, if Jesus chose me that I'm good enough to be chosen at the church too. So I just like, you know, I just like, just have to remember that not everybody is there yet with, 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 with God. You know, I, my issues might've been different than their issues, but, you know, hopefully Jesus is still filtering through them so that they'll, you know, one day understand that we don't need to judge someone just because they're not looking the best or, you know, not all there. So <laughs> might be a little out of it. <laughs> At least they're there. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Sean. Yeah. Thank you.